Alright, good evening everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the DTM Music Podcast. I'm Devin Dunnigan and here with me is Mr. Stephen Mott. How you doing, brother? Great, brother Jake Z Drummer. Oh, I didn't how you doing, Pete? I'm doing great. Bubba Joe. Oh, so today we're going to be talking 1986's Rap Dancing Undercover, released on August 9th, 1986, produced by Bo Hill. This is the band's third studio Damn. album overall. So, yeah, I mean, this was a pretty big album at the time. It was a drop-off compared to the previous albums, though. It only went platinum compared to multi-platinum status this album. But it's a good album. I really enjoy this record. I mean, overall, today I used to have sort of a problem with it. But now, I, as times went on, I enjoy this record. I mean, rap at this point is one of my favorite things. I really enjoy them. And yeah, I mean, more into the album here. In a so, how do you, what do you guys think, kind of opening impressions on the album, Steven? Oh, uh, I think it's pretty bad. It's terrible. Oh, it's right. going to be fun. What about you, Pete? Frick. Okay. That's all. Nah, I'm just playing. It's pretty good. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, guess we can stop waiting here and get into the album with the very first track on here, Dance. So, the first single released off the record. I love this song. I mean, it's classic rad. I mean, it brings the album in with a punch. I dig it. I think it's a really good, good album opener and a really good song overall. So, I mean, not much else I can say about that. So, Steve, what is your thoughts on this song? Well, I, I think it was the worst song I've ever heard on planet Earth. And it was a horrible way to start off the album. And it just sucked. All together, nothing about it was good. And the drummer sucked too. He was way out of time and he couldn't really play. So, And I hated the drum sound. So back to you, Devin. So, Pete, what is your thought on the first track, Dance? I like the guitar solo on part of it because I know I could not do that on the guitar <laughs> solo stuff. So I like that part. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Alrighty, so the second track on the record, One Good Lover. Well, the first time I heard the record, I liked this record fine. Then I went back and listened to it again. Didn't care for it. I've heard it a couple times since. Didn't care for it. Getting more into rap here more recently, I've gotten into this album and I like this album a lot more. So, this track is a good song. I think it's marked by a disjointed verse and chorus. I think that the chorus comes in out of nowhere. The song's good, don't get me wrong, but just the overall song itself is just not the best in the world. So. I mean, Steve, what do you think of this track? <clears throat> well, I think the drummer sucks, and uh, he needs to be replaced immediately by Devin Dunnigan um, without uh, without any pay, and he needs to be fired forever. But anyway, um, this one is, is, is one of the worst. Like, this this album is, like, worse than, than Skinner 91. Like, it's up there. I'm telling yep. you. So, I mean... 
I'm just going to give it away right now. I mean, everything but my rating. That's that's come for later. And this this song is a great is a great um, example of Jeez. of that. And it sucks bad. It it, it is pretty bad. And I, I just don't know. Hey, what is your thought? <laughs> I'm not a big fan of. I still could not understand a word it said in it. It still had good guitar solo in it. Because I knew I could not do it. So that's pretty much it on that one. So that's okay. how Gerald gauges if something is a good guitar solo if, if he can't do it. Yeah. If it sounds like legendary <coughs> crap, then yes, they are good. They sound like BB King or something better than that. And yeah, they they good. Okay. So then we'll move to track number three, Drive Me Crazy. So this is a step back up for the album. I mean, heavy song. I love the intro, how it just kind of bleeds from the end of One Good Lover right into this track. I like that quite a bit. And yeah, it's really, it's a heavy track. you got some lead play from Robin Crosby on this song. Rest in peace, Robin Crosby. And yeah, I mean, I really dig this one. I like the little breakdown after the chorus where you have the little electronic pads or whatever in there. I like that quite a bit. So yeah, I mean, overall, a really good song, another really great song on this record. So Stephen, what is your thoughts, or what are your thoughts on this song? Well, this one isn't isn't bad compared to the other ones on the album. Um, although it, it still kind of was not really that good. And I don't know. The bass player was doing something really crazy with this song. He's retarded, and um, I, I just don't know. I mean, I just, I just can't not stand this this whole band, and they need a new producer. So, back to you, Devin. Pete, what is your thought on Drive Me Crazy? It was better than the first ones, but I still cannot understand how they crap this is. That's all I have to say on that. Okay. So then we move to the fourth track, Slip, Slip, Slip of the Lip. So this, from the time I started disliking this record, this was the one song I really liked off the album. Of course, now I like most of the songs on here. So, I mean, it's classic rat. It's the one song that has really stood the test of time, especially in the rat set list over the years. I mean, it's been a pretty constant staple. I mean, it's got that traditional rap groove in there, that sleazy, just rap and roll groove in there. So, really enjoy this song quite a bit. It's one of my favorites on the album. So, Stephen, what's your thoughts on Slip, Slip, Slip of the Lip? Uh, I can I can compare this to, um, like, a, like you having, you having a rat up under your bed and you can't, you can't find it. And yet, but it's, it's annoying and this song is terrible. Um, so, I might as well just go make a knife or something because I'm not listening to this anymore. This is crap. Pete, what is your thoughts on this track? It's probably one of the only two of the ones that I actually heard that I could actually understand that they were saying. And it actually sound somewhat decent. So, that's all I can say. So, then we move to track number five, Body Talk. So, very heavy song. It's pretty well known for being in the movie The Golden Child on the soundtrack for that film, and really, really cool song. I mean, second single off the record in Japan only, so traditionally there's only one single released officially, and that's Dance. 
So, Body Talk was the second released in Japan only. And Flip of the Lip was actually released as a promotional single. But I like the song. I mean, it's very heavy. I like the start of the song. I think that's really cool. Very, very 80s also. But, I mean, really, really cool song. Very, very heavy. And this is another one that has stayed in the set over the years. So, I mean, I dig it quite a bit. Steve, what do you think of this track? Well, yeah, I think this is the best song on the album by far and um i like it i like it quite a bit and um that's pretty much it okay so pete what do you think of body talk i said it sounds something like something from the 60s 70s or 80s and uh after that it started going into rock and roll sound to it that's all i gotta say all right so we flipped this album over to side two with Looking for Love, so this is another song in which Robin Crosby plays some lead guitar on. And I dig it. I think it's a really cool song. Kind of rap attempting to make a pop hit, sort of. I mean, it's really cool. It starts out with this real heavy kind of verse riff and then quickly goes into this more poppy-ish chorus. And really, really cool song. I think this would have made a really, really good single for this record. So, I mean... Good song, really good song. Steve, what are your thoughts on Looking for Love? I think it's the best song on the album by far, and all the rest of it sucks bad. And uh, that's all I got to say. The bass just actually sucks. It needs to be fired. So back to you, Devin. Okay, so you said the pretty much the same exact thing. Track number five, so that's cool. These two are your favorite tracks on the album, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so Pete, what do you think of Looking for Love? The guitar solo is interesting and crack. That's all I got to say. Okay. So we move to track number seven, Seventh Avenue. So probably by far the most underrated song on the record, I think. It's a hidden gem for me. I really enjoy this particular song. I think it's a really, it's got a really cool groove to it and overall a really good song. I mean, I can't say much else about it. I did hear, like, Robin Crosby said something about he thought it had potential to like land. And that was in one of his final interviews, maybe his final interview before he passed away. So, I mean, I like the song, though. I mean, I think it's pretty good. I, I have heard that some of the members have misgivings about these albums because they were very rushed. I mean, they basically an album a tour an album a tour an album a tour, and then equality started to kind of dip after a while but i mean to me i, I think rat has a solid discography and i mean overall this is a good record so seventh avenue i really like it steven what are your thoughts on seventh avenue well i think it's uh i think it's the best song on the album oh <laughs> uh, actually actually i think uh I think it's like the, the third the third half worst um, on the album, and uh, I really don't like it at all. Mainly because it's too long. It's just it's just way too long and it's drawn out too much. And um, I just I just don't like the basis at all. <laughs> so back to you, Devin. Okay, so you think that three minutes and eleven seconds is a little bit too long. So what do you prefer this song to be? One second. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, that would be better. Uh, one how about and a half seconds. <laughs> I, I figured that. So, Pete, what are your thoughts? Milliseconds. Uh, the beginning of it sounded like something that Kiss would try and do. And that's pretty much it. Okay. So, then we move to track number eight. It doesn't matter. So, kind of an album track. I know quite a bit of this album was actually performed live on the tour, so I mean, what I'm calling an album track here there, maybe it was performed live, but I like it doesn't matter. I mean, it's definitely, like I said, an album track, in my opinion, but I dig the song. I mean, it's very, very 80s, so I, I dig it. I really do. I dig the song. And it, this kind of does put forth a shift toward a little bit more glamish, sort of metal, even more than Invasion, which is kind of heading in that direction, and I would think I think they go even further into that with the next two albums, but I mean, we'll get there one day probably, but it doesn't matter, it's a it's definitely an album track in my opinion, but I dig it, I mean, it's definitely kind of like the third to last track on the record, so I dig it. Steve, what are your thoughts on this track? Well, I think it's an album track, and it's kind of like the third to last, the, the worst song on the album. And uh, I hate the bassist. And um, okay, back so to I, you, Devin. Okay, I'll call Juan Crucier and tell him if you said that. So. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> All right. So, Pete, what are your thoughts on it? Doesn't matter. What I wrote was that uh, I want a piece of pie. Okay, well. And cool guitar <laughs> solo. Oh, you're cool. <laughs> it doesn't matter, so let's on to the next track. Take a chance, track number nine. So, ooh. I like it. I think it's a cool track. It's another album track, in my opinion. I mean, it's definitely the second last track on the record. I mean, I dig it. It's a good song. So, Steve, what are your thoughts on Take a Chance? Well, I think it's an album track, and it's the second to last song on the album. Pete, what do you think of Take a Chance? ZZ Top's Rock and Roll Cocaine. Okay. Oh, it reminds you of ZZ Top Rock and Roll Cocaine. That's what it reminded me of. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. What it sounds like. <laughs> okay. So we move to the final track on the record, track number 10, Enough is Enough. So this definitely sounds like the last track on the record, guys. <laughs> it uh, puts the album out there as a cohesive work. So, I mean, I've said in past episodes, like last track, if it, if it sounds like an actual final song on a record, to me, that that gives the, that tells tells you all you need to know about it. It's, so, I mean, I like Enough is Enough. I mean, it's, it's different for rest, but overall, I still dig it. Steve, what are your thoughts on this track? Um, it kind of reminds me of Good Enough by Van Halen. Um, you know, off of 5150. I don't know why. I mean, you know, maybe it has something to do with the title, but um, back to you. Okay, so, Pete, what is your thoughts on this? I mean, what are your thoughts on Enough is Enough? Yes, it says Enough is Enough. Okay. So that's it? Yep. 
All right, well, guys, there's been another. That's been another episode of the DTM Music. I'm just kidding. So, Steve, what are your ranking for this record? Um, I, I'd say it's it's behind 91 Skinner to be for the second to worst album on the face of Mars, and I, I'll give this a, a, a zero out of ten. And just because, mainly because I hated the bassist, and um, they should have got Leon Wilkinson to, like, to play bass for him. And uh, Devin on drums. And, and so, also, because you've never even heard this freaking record, supposedly. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you may be right, but at the same time, the bass probably <laughs> still sucked anyway. So. <laughs> okay, so Pete, what are your rankings for this record? I'm with Steven on this. It's uh, 0.1.5. Yeah, I just playing okay. it. Okay. Like 4 or 5 or something. So I give this a 7 out of 10. I think it's a good record. So, and we'll get into picks of the week. Steven, what are your picks of the week? What have you watched or listened? <clears throat> well, I have um, not listened to a lot of Rat lately, and I've been listening to actually 5150. And speaking of which, oh, wow. um, you know, just trying to take that out and stuff. But anyway trying to broaden my horizons but anyway uh and also i've been watching lots of uh halloween and also saw three i've I've watched saw three twice a day now for two weeks in a row that's just that good of a movie um you need to go check that out and um yeah so i don't know and also go check out my podcast it's called ridgeline podcast um so back to you Devin. all right pete what are your picks what have you watched and or listened to? Buck Owens, Tiger by the Tail, Roy Clark. Have you watched anything, Pete? John Wayne and Western movies. So that's basically all I've watched. My pick of the week this week is I don't know what the album I'm going to pick. I'll go ahead and give my what I've watched, what my and in this case, it's so Mad TV. I've been watching a lot of Mad TV here lately. I mean, you can find different volumes of that on YouTube, and definitely worth checking out. For me, it's better than Saturday Night Live. Whoops, that last one. But I dig the show. It's much more edgier than Saturday Night Live. Ever thought about being other than in several seasons? I mean, yeah, really cool show. My music pick of the week is 2112, which I want to review coming. So, yeah, that's it. I mean, go support the podcast. We're on YouTube, the DTM the Podcast. We're on Spotify.com. Medical Search Podcast as well. We've got a YouTube page, Facebook page, Anchor page, Facebook group, and we're out there. We're trying to start uploading more content for the YouTube page. I just uploaded yesterday the original episode two that we did with the music that got copyright hit. So, I mean, I uploaded that and then I uploaded Stephen Mott's newest video from his Ridgeline podcast. And coming very, very soon, we have the new And we'll be doing that very, very soon. So, I mean, a lot of stuff coming up in the distant future so 
or not so distant future, honestly. So, I mean, go support us. I mean, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will definitely enjoy editing this episode. So, Steven, you got anything else to say? Um, I think this is one of the most enjoyable episodes we've ever been to be honest. Oh, okay. Pete, what are your thoughts? I will, uh... Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, we hope you all enjoyed this episode, and we will be back with another episode of Very Good. I want y'all to know I did not listen to this album. <laughs>